Welcome to the Eric Anders Lang Show, folks. Yeah, welcome. Uh, who do we have this week? Who are we presented by? Joe, do we Joe, know what we're doing? It's Joe, not me. You're about to shapeshift into Roger Steele. Wow, my dream. I'm <laughs> um, very excited. Incredibly excited. What, what did you talk to Raj about? I was there, but I was in another You were sitting state. right there. Yeah. I had not yet to transport. I mean, we talked about, um, you know, kind of uh, how he never wanted to be in front of the camera. Um, what his purpose is, uh, which is like, you know, service. Um, and, you know, kind of like what his mission is in the game of golf, which I don't think I entirely realized. Did you realize how similar the two of you were? No, that's that was that was a funny thing is that I think I share something with like anyone who makes content and plays golf innately. Um, Roger and I have a few distinct similarities that I wasn't really expecting. And uh, I guess find out. Also, we're sponsored by Precision Pro. We love you guys. Use our code. Man. Well, welcome to the Eric Anders Lang Show. Proudly presented by Precision Pro, our partner for the last five years. Yeah, and counting. Uh, go to precisionprogolf.com to support them. And there's a code. Is it RGC? Yeah, it's uh, RGC. RGC gets you gets you a discount. I don't. It's hefty. It's like it's like a fair amount of range. Fair. All right. Get ready for the show. Well, shit, man. How you doing? I'm just. I'm doing good, dog. You know, this is my third time in Austin, Texas. And the most official Austin experience I've ever had, on account of you, of course, you know. <laughs> but this is this is amazing. For those of you who haven't been here to the, what do you? What, does this place have a? We call it like the HQ or the clubhouse. The clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah. The clubhouse is legit. Like, and just gonna keep getting more legit. You know, this is a very impressive establishment with a very impressive group group of people you got here. So excited about this, dog. I can't wait for the time when it's like come back to hang with roger you know what i mean <laughs> yeah i mean gotta make that happen like seriously i mean probably gonna have to have a lot more uh, libations in the facility uh, than you normally would to accommodate <laughs> my type of crowd but you know we can i'm sure we can make that happen i mean tito's came through like they there was like 60 bottles of vodka and we i think we got through half of it which was i don't know still pretty impressive in the night yeah aggressive 30 bottles my type of people yeah <laughs> okay all right all right so we do got some commonalities here you know yeah. what i mean got to bring a little doers in here you know mix it up the light in the dark and we were talking like the light in the dark we gotta light in the dark light we, in the dark we can make know? a good co-host yeah. did you see some of the comments what like they were like uh when i posted we're doing a podcast uh -huh. and i was like you got any questions for roger and one of them was like, I just think you guys should be in a movie together. A movie? You what kind I mean? of movie would that be? I don't know, like a cop movie, you know, like Buddy Cops? Yeah. Or like, we we probably could have did like one of those, like a war dog type movie. I think me and you probably could like sell something semi-illegally very well. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah. Like how, <laughs> like what would we sell? I don't know. I just, I mean, it'd probably be something like government contracted. Like, I think that we could, you know, like we could just finesse our way into a lot of you know, mischievous things. Yeah, I mean, we both have well, like we could the probably sell weapons, though. Weapons would be good. Yeah. Yeah, like, you know, and, and it's kind of like... I would buy a weapon from you. You... <laughs> 100%. Like, you give me that vibe. Like, you seem knowledgeable, but yeah. you also seem like you would choose peace first. Very good. Should you, know, you choose to use the weapon, this yeah. is the weapon to use. And just how you said that right there, you just sold me something. Yeah, and you know, I, Roger, I just want you to be able to protect yourself in mm -hmm. the event that something happens, you know, your community, your family... 
you know, I think this is the best bang for the buck here. The the R twelve is that a, is that a real weapon? I don't know. Might I be bought a car. it though. I'll buy. It. I'm <laughs> literally gonna Google it when we leave here, and I'll purchase it. We were yeah. talking about your dog. Can uh, can we talk about your dog a little bit, yeah, Kari? We can man. Kari Steele passed away. Uh, she actually passed away Master Sunday, and I was flying out to Austin like very late that night. So I was like at my parents' place, like laying on the floor with her, and you could kind of I don't know. She just been a fighter her whole life, so I just didn't anticipate uh, her going that fast and like the way that my life has been going the last you know like six eight months I just time has been it's all been like one continuous day for me so I'm just like yo she's still a puppy to me you know what I mean so I see her she was like kind of laboring to breathe and like it was just I don't know that man she's sick like whatever you know people get sick and uh and so I fly to Austin and uh, my mom was like, you know, I'm, I'm blowing my mom up like all day. Like, yo, how's the dog doing? She not answering my phone call. And, but she, she does that from time to time anyway. She's a woman that likes her space. And, uh, but then when she finally picked up, she like told me and it was just crazy, you know? Um, like the, the, the only dog that I've had like start to finish that I could remember. You know what I mean? Like re- you remember everything. Yeah. You were old enough to remember everything. Um, Like, you know, her like, man, from s- seven weeks old to the end, you just remember it all. And now that she's gone, you just like consolidate all of that. And it's like, man, that's a lot, you know? Uh, and it, it was, it's like tough, dog. It's tough to, to, you know, just like um, I, I just got a lot of stuff to unpack. Like, did I like as a as a dog owner? Like, did I do enough? Like, yeah. did I show her enough love? Like, did she really understand how I felt about her? Um, you know, like I wish I would have like been putting her on my Instagram more. I know that don't mean nothing to her, but it's just it's just crazy. Like those these animals, dog. They like is. Is is deeper. It's like it's as deep as family, but it's like even harder because they've been so consistent with you, and you know they've they've never really asked anything of you, and they've always shown you this unconditional love, and they've been kind of like depending on you for so long, and it's just you always wonder at the end of it for all the happiness that they gave you. You know, did you do? what you needed to do back to like warrant that love, you know? And so it's just, it was like a tough night last night trying to like unpack all of that, you know? Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. But You're a deep dude, man. Yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I, I like getting introspective about stuff. I like, you know, sitting stuff on tables and just like looking at it, you know, from 360 degrees before I make a decision on something or like land on a position. And so, you know, Kari is, you know, my latest, my latest uh, subject. And, yeah. The idea of like giving back mm-hmm. to a dog's life, I think is something you don't hear a lot of people talking about. You hear a lot of people talking about, oh, my dog's so cute. I love her. Oh, she's annoying. He's annoying. You know what I mean? Like, but you don't hear a lot of people saying like, I really hope I did everything that I could do to make their time on this you know, yeah. Planet filled with love and and fun. Yeah, I mean, they. It's like 
we got to acknowledge the transactional nature of the relationship with the pet. You know, like they do so much for us that we don't quantify, right? They give us like consistency. They give us love. Like you could literally be the worst person or like by your standards, the ugliest person or whatever. It like you, your, your socioeconomic status, none of that matters to a dog. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like they, they will give you all of themselves uh, for the entirety of their life. Yeah. And it's like, it, how, how, what, you can't put a price on that dog. Like you can't put, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's like an invaluable investment that that creature makes back into your life. And so, you know, when you think about like, man, it's like I've come home certain days and felt like the lowest of the lows. I felt, you know, like a shell of myself. I felt all of these things. And this dog was sitting there waiting like, yo, yo. <laughs> I don't care. Like, what's up? What we on? Like, where we go? You want to go for a walk? You want to go chill? What you want to do? You want to throw stuff? Let's throw stuff. You know, and it's like, man, how could you, like, they, they ability to 180 you, like, that's, that's invaluable. You know what I mean? Like, how much would you have to pay a human being to, like, all, like, yo, I want you to be my, like, hype man. Like, always get me back on track emotionally every time you see me in a weird place. Yeah. Like, how much, y'all would pay somebody a decent amount of money for that, you know? <laughs> but, but yeah, so I just, I think that like when we think about our, like the return and like how we have to reciprocate, uh, it first got to start with us being, like having a bunch of gratitude for like what they've done for our lives, you know? It's got me thinking about, you know, you as a creature um, kind of frames what you do differently in some sense for me, right? Because when I, when I hear you talk about Kari, I think about Roger and like... You know, what is he doing to do that? And I see it, and I'm curious to know if you do. Uh, in what way? In what regard? As far as, well, you're like, uh, you're you're. I I get the sense that you have like a higher kind of uh, drive, which isn't oh, just yeah. to like succeed and you know get paid, but it's more to like do something that hasn't been done yeah. is, that, is that right yeah like bro i'm i'm like successful already by like all standards that matter you know what i'm talking about like like i i got really good friendships that people that if i had negative a million dollars in the bank that i could call and would you know pick up the phone for me my family loves me you know i got i got everything that i need like i'm I'm fine, bro. So like at the end of the day, all of this for me is about like making sure people have access to the things that I've had access to to create my definition of success. And so like all of the the benefits and like the travel and the partnerships and stuff, those are like dope, but it's like that's not really what it's about, you know? Like this is just like every time I take on a partnership, it's like, "Yo, are y'all going to help me do this?" Like and they be like, yeah, 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 like we with that. I'm like, oh, okay, then let's do it. You know what I mean? So, but like, I, yeah, I, I feel like, you know, it's a, it's a lot of stuff that I, I, I want to see. Like, I see your space and I'm like, damn, like this would be dope. Like, you know, if I could have something like this. But it's like, I don't need that. You got that. So now if you got that and we cool, I got that. You know what I mean? And so like, that's the way I've always looked at things with like friendships and relationships. Like, it's a way for you to just like expand your footprint in a very organic and mutually beneficial way. So like, I'm, I'm good. You know what I mean? So like, it, it's just been so easy for me, 
because I feel like gratitude for like who I am uh, and and where I am to just turn the, to light turn the light to other people, you know that like maybe they they haven't reached their definition of success yet, mm. you know. So it's it's yeah, I mean to your point though, like this is I guess the higher calling is just to you know for me I don't know if there is like a higher one, you know what I mean? And yeah. I'm I'm cool like right here, you know. That's interesting. I mean, because I guess I relate. And I also don't, I think, you know, I don't know. Cause like for me, it started out with like, I love video. I love making videos. I love telling stories. Right. I'm curious about a lot of shit. And then I think it got a little bit too much about work for me. And I think I started looking at that as being like, well, the only measure. And I honestly think I lost myself in, in some part of that where yeah. I was like, oh, you know, like, well, that's the, that's, that's what I have to do. And it's been a minute since we've spoke or met really. And I look at, you know, cause you were talking about Kari before we press record and, yeah. and you were talking about, you wish you had taken her around as your life got busier. And I'm curious to know, like, wh what has that been like for you? What's cause you said, even you come home and sometimes it's, not the best feeling yeah what's that been like like what what's been like the struggle of this kind of last i guess it's just been two years it felt like more right we both thought it was 2019 yesterday and two years ago yeah like so much has changed for roger Steele. uh i think that like the hardest part of all of it is just um it's just kind of and i'm in the middle of it right now so it's kind of hard to say obviously like when I get to like a good stopping point, I'll sit it on the table or like do my little thing and look at it from a bunch of different angles. But like the hardest thing has just been like when in those moments when I realize that time is happening, because it don't feel like it's it's a weird. I'm I'm not explaining. I'm not probably not gonna explain this right, but it don't feel like time is happening. Mm. Like when you're doing all this stuff, it just be like, yo, this is just like another couple minutes of it. Like, yo, like weeks are passing, bro. Like whole yeah. months are passing, dog. Like you just went through a new year, bro. Like I was thinking last year. So Rocco, the other dog. So we had two, my, my family, we had two uh, small dogs, a Shih Tzu and a Lhasa Apso Shih Tzu mix. Rocco died Christmas of 2020. Yeah, Christmas of 2020. And then Kari died, you know, like a couple of days ago. And I was like, man, they died so close together. Because I thought that it was like 2021 Christmas. And it was like, I'm like, yo, like my whole perspective of time is like crazy, right? Like I'm just like merging all of this stuff together because everything is happening so fast. And it all is just like a blur. And so I think that when I had these things that happen that remind me that, yo, life is happening. Like, are you catching the important parts of it? You know what I mean? That's like, that's when it get like tough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yo, like, man, I found out my, one of my college homies, his wife has colon cancer. We 30 something, we low 30, she got colon cancer. And I'm been so busy, I ain't seen this. Like what? And then I see all my, my frat brothers, they posting pictures of like, you know, wearing blue to support her and stuff. And I'm like, yo, what? My boy's having kids, and I'm not, like, kicking it with him. I'm like, man, I want it to be everybody godfather. You know what I mean? And it's like, but it's all these things that happen that it's just like, 
time is happening. And that's like crazy. And so like the thing that like frustrate me or like that make me sad sometimes with all of this. I'm I'm extremely happy for everything that I'm experiencing. Like, you know, all my sponsors, please don't think that y'all ruining my life after y'all see this <laughs> after y'all see this interview. But uh but like the thing that be crazy is just like like real life is happening. Are you catching the the parts of it that you want to catch? Cause you don't get to do that stuff over again. And those, you know what I mean? Those those people will like they're they're like everybody and everything that you love is literally growing and with you being absent that means in some cases that they're growing apart from you and like, are you okay with that be like oh somebody hit me up like yo i got this dope trip for you comp like you're never gonna be able to go here again bro, and bro be like man you know it's my son's second birthday party like he know your name want to see you it'll be dope Ooh, tough. I mean, I could cry. You know what I mean? Because I relate, you know, where I'm like uh, family, vacation, Christmas, whatever. You know, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'll be there-ish. Ish. Four days, three days, and back at it. Yep. And it's like, it's weird because, I don't know about you, but like, this is what I asked for. Mm-hmm. It's what I wanted. I wanted to make something that didn't exist. I wanted to do something that no one could tell me how to do. Right. And now I'm in the middle of it. And I notice sometimes I'm actually pulling my hair out, literally. Yeah. Like I run my hands through my hair and I'm like pulling it out and then yeah. I put it in the corner and I'm like, I think I'm stressed. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, is that what that is? Is, is that this, what that is? This might be stress. <laughs> it might be fear. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like you, you, uh, Who for me also I was thinking when you were talking about how for me and I don't know if it's the same for you but I have some like spiritual mentors in my life and they kind of hit me with the question and I'm on kind of on depending on the day I'm not sure how I feel about it you know or how I respond to it but they're like you know the question at the end of the day is who is Eric right have you ever been there who is Roger like who uh, is he. I, I just, I think that like, you know, the only certainty in life is change. And I think that that question is important, but it's imp also important that we like keep asking ourselves that, right? Cause it's like, I'm a different person because of like my dog dying a few days ago. And I'm like dealing with that in like mm -hmm. this, you know, subtle kind of way. But it's like, you know, these major, like, I'm a different person because I went to Augusta National for the first time. You know what I mean? Like, and so you we we gonna continually have these formative experiences that are gonna like tweak the person that we are. I do have like a semblance of like who my at my core who I am. And like those things are like very simple. Like um I you know, I'm a very like humble person. I'm a I'm a very serving person, you know what I mean? I uh like I'm a very philanthropic person at my core like with nothing i would give you know it, it with, with absolutely nothing i would figure out a way to give it's the only language that i know how to speak you know especially when i'm meeting new people how can i be a service how can i help and like those things about me would like never change you know uh very compassionate empathetic uh think before i speak like i just i understand like very core elements of who i am as a person but i also know that as i encounter 
these very formative experiences that are in my future, some I'm aware of, some that I'm not, I'm going to have to like pivot based on those things. And so I'm open to that. You know what I mean? Like, so I have, I feel like I have enough of my core things. I'm also a very petty person. Just got to throw that. I ain't no, you know, I ain't, that's not painting like I'm no saint. You know what I mean? Very <laughs> petty person. And I'm kind of cool with that right now. You know what I mean? But, yeah. uh, but I do know that uh, as I encounter, you know, all of these new things that are coming up, I'm going to have to adapt to those things and I'm open to it as long as it doesn't cause me to lose sight of like those core group of characteristics that I do personally like enjoy about myself. I love the idea of change and I've always thought like that I think, you know, when you're born or when you're conceived in your mom's belly, you're like a blank yeah. slate. You know, you have a spirit, but that spirit is waiting to get dressed up with the people that it's going to meet and the experiences it's going to have. And I think a lot about how almost like now it's like, I'm just a mosaic of everyone I've met and really like connected with and spend time with, you know, you know, how you maybe hang out with someone a lot for a little bit and then you start to like talk a little bit like them. You make jokes like Hell they yeah. do or, you know, you know, and then you have Hell this like, yeah. Then you almost can like, you know, you start really being in sync with that person and then time comes and change happens and they move, you go something. Right. I love that. Yeah. And I think that that's just, that's, that's life, man. Like that's, I think that that's the, the dopest part of life that we get to experience those things with those people but also that we get the opportunity to like experience similar connections with other people and other environments that move us in similar ways. Yeah. And it's not like, like the, the next thing is more important than the last thing. It's just the fact that, you know, like I've experienced all of these different things and that part of me that I had that, you know, took all of this inspiration from whoever, you know, last year, like that's still a part of me. And this is like a more refined version with that still included. You know, I haven't thrown all of that experience away. Like that, those things are like forever a part of me. And I think if people could not, you know, uh, have so much resentment towards like the way that relationships flow, mm. Um, everybody would be richer for it. Like you, like everybody that you touch is is like forever a part of you, you know. And like so, it's like it's people that you probably done dealt with, you know, way back, you know, however long ago since you started this journey, and they should feel like the same pride today as they did when they was like helping you just like get stuff, you know, off your head, out of your head onto a napkin. You know what I mean, like. And that's the way I approach it. Anybody that I've ever even spoken to, and it's crazy to think that, like, how we planting these seeds out in the world. Like, you have a, like, for, for you especially, you have a 10-minute conversation with somebody. And, like, because of who you are, like, to the space, that conversation, like, you're not, you're not registering how important that is, but that person is like, yo, I should be able to turn this into money and, and deposit this into my bank account right now. This boy to drop some game on me. I'm about to take it to the next level. You done set them off on this like whole thing with a 10 minute conversation. You don't even know. I mean, I just answered the question, you know, whatever. And it's like crazy that like that person is probably going, some people are going to use that 10 minutes and really turn it into something. And then 10 years later, they're going to be like, man, you remember that conversation we had back in, you know, April, you know, 12, 2022, whatever. 
Nigga be like, yeah, I remember that. It's like, man, let me show you everything that's happened since then. And it's like, man, you gotta have a, you gotta have the same pride, you know, like from from day one as you would have, you know, ten years later, whenever that happened. Understanding that that person took that little bit that you gave them, and a little bit that this person gave them, and that person, and that person, and that person, and everybody gave them, and they turned it into this monstrosity of a thing. And you were just a little ten minute sliver of it, but like that's like that's you, dog. Like that's you in that whatever they just built, and so that's what I've enjoyed about it. Uh, like I enjoy the encounters with people being able to contribute to like anything that they have going on, and then I hope that they also enjoy like how impactful they are in those moments when I speak to them, like when they give me like confidence, when they give me like their approval, like all of that stuff, like they're helping me build whatever the hell is going on right now. And I hope that like everybody like appreciates that and feels like they are part of everything that's going on. That's heavy. I don't know how heavy it is, but you know, it's real though. No, it's heavy. It's, real. I mean, it's funny because I had like FOMO for sure. Because you were at Augusta. Everybody yeah. was at Augusta this year. Everybody. It looked like a fucking wild party, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and I was bummed not to be there. We had an event here instead. And someone came up to me. And it's always like right in the middle of it when you're kind of like not. You're kind of just going. You're not really thinking about it too much. Someone came up and was like, hey, I just want to say you like changed my life. And I was like. What? <laughs> we haven't met yet and it was just so heavy you know what i mean how can you not how right. can you not feel it oh hang on let's say goodbye to jake i think he's leaving okay. want to meet jake really quick yeah yeah all right folks welcome to the break but we're not taking a break because i'm gonna tell you about a couple things that you honestly you want to know about uh i just got back from europe and it was my first trip using athletic greens gotta say i felt pretty clean Waking up in the morning in a hotel, I don't know, for me, like, it was great to just kind of pop down a shake of AG1 and just, like I said, like, you just getting the day started. It's the small, tiny habit for me that really kind of kind of made me feel like I loved myself, if you know what I mean. So check out Athletic Greens. I'm a fan. So, you know, get Athletic Greens in your dish. They've also, is the, this is a cool thing to know about Athletic Greens is that they've donated uh, in 2020, over 1.2 million meals um, to kids, which I thought that was really cool to hear about. And they're it's just a good company, right? Climate neutral certified. Uh, they buy carbon credits for the rainforest. Um, they supported No Kid Hungry. Random Golf Club supported No Kid Hungry. So um, Athletic Greens definitely believes in the same things we do. Go to athleticgreens.com slash E-A-L-S. That's E-A-L-S athleticgreens.com slash E-A-L-S and get clean with Athletic Greens. <laughs> they might use that watch. <laughs> All right, Nord VPN as featured in Wired, Huffington Post, BuzzFeed, Forbes, TEDx, and BBC. The cool thing about Nord VPN is that they have 5,400 servers in over 60 countries, so you can always do what you want to do, which is get online using the privacy of a VPN fast, right? They don't slow you down, and they've got all the platforms you could ever want, um, Windows, Android, iOS, Mac OS, and Linux. Even your Android TV supports NordVPN. <laughs> a VPN is actually really, really, really complicated, but not for you, because all you need to know 
<laughs> Seriously, though, all you need to know is to grab your exclusive NordVPN deal, you have to go to HTTPS colon slash slash. Anyway, go to NordVPN.com slash EAL show or use the code EAL show to get a huge discount off your NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free plus a bonus gift. So it's completely risk free with Nord's 30 day money back guarantee. Yeah. And you're hanging with, you, you know, you want to cool down that hotspot, you know, that's what you're doing with NordVPN. All right. Back to the show. I wanted to go back. I want to like do a little contrast here. So like, what do you do now? What's your job? What do people, what do you tell people when you, they're like, Oh, you're cool. Like, cause you're on a plane. I know you're in the exit row and they're like, what is your deal? What do you do? I don't even tell people what I do, dog. You, what do you say? I don't tell. I don't say nothing. What do you say? Just, you mess together. You don't. You I'm say just, something. I'm a black dude that play golf, man. <laughs> I like real talk. I'm telling you, bro. Like I just, I don't understand how to frame what I do. Sometimes I feel like it's. Uh, I'll be like, yo, how am I getting paid for? You know, how am I getting paid for this? You know what I mean? But like, I'm. Somebody's supposed to help me, like, kind of articulate that. I was talking to some people down at Augusta, like, man, we need to work on your pitch. I was like, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah. I need some pitch training, you know? Easy easy to, like, category, categorize myself as an influencer or, like, as a, you know, as a personality. I like the word personality a lot more you're than influencer. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, you're not an influencer. Yeah. And and you're not like a spokesperson, nah. Because you don't like that's not really it. I would say it's like yeah, because you can't just be like I'm Roger. Yeah, no, it's like that that's makes not gonna no make sense. sense. That makes but that no is sense. what you are. I'm, you're just you. I'm, yeah, I think it's like I think yeah, personality. Like you know, I think it's like, but it's like I don't even want to be that though, which is crazy. You know uh, what I mean? Like, I just think that it's humans. Like we just have this thing where we have to categorize things, like. We yeah. have to put a label on something. Like when it's all said and done for me, bro, like I love entrepreneurship and I love philanthropy. Like those are the things, like, you know, obviously I love golf. Mm. Uh, but those are the things that like, yeah, like that's my thing, right? So like all of this personality influencer stuff is kind of like just an extension of me doing things that, I care about and I think that like when when the sun sets like people may not even remember this like phase or like this part of it all you know what I'm saying yeah. and so like I'm just I'm not like in a rush to like capitalize on it or like get hyper specific and categorize it because it's just I don't know how permanent it is you know what I mean what if you were like I was thinking, not like it's sort of content creator. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, I'm part of that too. Like, I'm probably like parts of a lot of stuff, right? Like, yeah. part content creator, part influencer, part personality. You know, part whatever. You know, like I'm just. But how do we make up a new word for that? I was thinking like, I'm a hybrid digital person. I'm a, <laughs> I was thinking like um, I'm working to like change the face of golf. Working to change it. Man, that's solid. Just a content creator that's changing the face of golf. Ooh. I mean, that hit. lands. If somebody said that to me, I would be like, oh, shit. You know what that says to Give me? Give me your handles. Yeah, it's, exactly. Because it's, to me, when you say that, it's like 
first of all, it's all true. Yeah. And second of all, you have, um, you know, you're a person in person yeah. and then you're another person online. Mm -hmm. That's obvious, right? We And I have the same thing. I try to be consistent, though. No, I'm, I'm, what, I'm, what I was really trying to say was more like um, to say that I'm trying to change the face of golf mm -hmm. is a bold enough statement that you mean you have to have the personality to back it up, which you do. Okay. Right. Thank you for that compliment. Oh, it's yeah. No, I mean you do, and and it doesn't come off in like a way that's like I'm bigger yeah. or anything like that. You're just saying this is my like mission. Like this is I'm trudging. I'm working at this. Like, and it's not without the work. So what I wanted to say is, so that's now. And so ten years ago, Roger, what's up? What do you do that? What is that? What is that? Ten like? years ago, yeah, I was a uh, I majored in civil engineering in college. So that's what I went to school for. Yeah, so that'd be 2012. Yeah, so I was just graduating college. And I was going to be a civil engineer. I was going to design roads and bridges and storm sewers and sidewalks. You know what I mean? Why did you want to do that? I didn't want to do that. I didn't know what I wanted to do actually, and I was told that they got there was a shortage of them. They were there will always be a demand for them, and I could always get paid. And so, like my uh, my family, you know, like I'm like I'm part of the first generation of college, you know, graduates uh, in my family, and so it was just, hey man, we got to get on base. Yeah. You know, like what do a base hit look like for the for the steel legacy? An engineer, <laughs> like hell yeah, I ain't gonna be no doctor, dog. You know what I mean? <laughs> you be an engineer. So yeah, I went to I went to uh, University of Illinois. They had like top two, top three engineering program in the country, and then I got a degree from there and just went out into the working uh, workforce as a civil engineer. So what what were you doing at the PGA show? Uh, I had quit engineer by the time we met. Okay, so yeah. seven or eight years go by and you're like, fuck this. Yeah, yeah. No, I was actually like four, it was like five years actually. Okay. And it was realistically in my mind, it was like one before I realized <laughs> like, oh, this is not going to work out, dog. It's not for me. But uh, but yeah, like I, you know, I got introduced to golf when I was a kid, like, you know, seven, six, seven years old by my pops. He's a Chicago police officer. And, you know, he saw firsthand what, uh, the streets of Chicago to do the kids with not a lot of time. Like it, it's not a quick, you know, it's not like a long process to take a good kid and turn them into something different. It just, it don't take a lot, you know? And he was very, I'm his only son. So uh, he was just dedicated to not have me go a certain route. And so he would just drag me to the golf course with him. And I hated it obviously, cause like all my friends playing basketball and, um, big basketball city. And so, yeah, but I got that introduction to golf at an early age and it's just something that has always been a part of my life, even when the game wasn't like the culture was, you know what I mean? And I, I, I strayed away from it in college. Like people I went to college with don't even know I played golf, you know? But um, when I graduated and I was in the working world and I realized like how big of a life hack golf was, uh, I came back to it and it was just, it came back with like a vengeance. It's like, Roger, we want your soul, you know? 
And so, yeah, I became like an addict at the age of 20, you know, 23, 24, like completely addicted to golf. And now I had disposable income to spend on lessons and equipment, which was worse. You know what I mean? And, and so, yeah, that began my journey until, you know, I saw you at the, the PGA show completely having quit my old life and trying to figure out how I could make some space for myself in this game. And then what happened? Like I said, I'm, I, you know, I wanted, I mean, I'm an entrepreneur, dog. I just be trying to hustle, you know? And so I started a, a media company. I wanted to create content. You know, the thing that was interesting about golf is like, I was able to meet people that were decision makers at companies and not everybody would let me make a video for them. You know what I mean? So like, I was like, man, like, can I make a, you know, video for you to do this and do that? And they're like, yeah. So I built a, a little small media company. And golf was just my sweet spot as far as lead generation. And so, yeah, like I was building up my book of business and then COVID happened. And then when COVID happened, like everybody, like it was in like a week and a half span, one by one, everybody was like, oh, Raj, can't do it, can't do it. Yeah. Like, see you later. See you when the world don't end, you know? Everybody that I do content work for, they get up out of there. They're like, oh man, you know, rightfully so, like whatever. Who knows what the world about to turn into. And so then I sit around with like nothing going on from like March until like October of 2020. And it's like, man, you know, like as a sole proprietor, that's like crazy, right? You know what I mean? Um, and so then I, I like, I get this idea because all my homies, because golf is the only like COVID friendly sport. I get this idea because I got like, seven messages from seven different homies. Take me out to play golf, man. Take me out to, man, show me. We got to start playing golf, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, all right, all right, all right. So I decide, like, I'm going to make this video and I'm going to send it to all of them. And, like, before we play golf, you know, watch this 10-minute video and then we could talk after that. And so then I make this this video uh, and that's, like, my whole real talk thing. I just made, you know, this one long video, set up the camera, white backdrop, just like, yo, drop some N-bombs. I think I cursed like 67 times <laughs> on that video. And I was just, but that was like my, that was like my, my issue with golf. And I think it was like this rebellion thing was that I didn't like the fact that I had to be somebody completely different when I entered into a golf space. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey man, I have nobody paying me. I have nobody that's like really looking out for me right now. And, but I still love this game. And like, because I'm not beholden to anyone, I should be able to enjoy this game however the hell I want to. And so this is how, I, this is who I am and this is how I play golf. And so I was just like, yo, I'm gonna just be myself and see what happens. And I was just anticipate, my, my theory was, you know, if I was just placing a bet, I'm like, certain people are gonna see this that I've known in the past and be completely be uh, be completely turned off. Mm. Like, like, okay, here go those country club invites, dog. Here go, you know, here go all of those whatever invites. You throwing it all away if you put you push send on this video. Interesting. And I was cool with that because I'm like, man, I think I would really like to know who really liked me for who I am versus who liked me for who I was posturing myself to be. And so I made wow. this one video and I was like, this will kind of like clear some stuff up. And uh and it, and then it just like opened the world up. It's so interesting. 
had no intentions on being here sitting with you right now, bro. Like, was not trying to architect this pathway to fame or, like, notoriety or anything like that. Was legit just like, hey, yo, let's see who like you. I had, yeah. like, 3,000, 4,000 4, followers or something. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's just see who like you. That's so interesting. So you basically said, fuck it. Yeah. I'm going to tell them how I really feel. Yeah, just say it how, to, how I want to say it, too. I'm going to talk to you the way I talk to my friends. I'm going to talk to you the way I would talk to anybody and just see how it, how it pan out. I To me, that, like, that's just is, like, uh, that's so fucking beautiful. You know, because I think it's really hard. I mean, I, I'm assuming that there's some things that I don't know about in this time when you're like, should I do, should I press post? Yeah. Hundred percent. Is this gonna be bad? I mean, and it's like, it's kind of like fucked up that I have to think like that. That's one of the things that I told myself I would not do. Mm. But you understand, like as the game changes, you it's just like more at stake with everything. Like, like I said, I'm a petty person. Like I, bro, I got petty shit to say all day. Like, oh <laughs> New my podcast. god, oh my god. Like I just, I see things and it's just like, like I just want to like. You mean but, in golf? Oh, just any bro, anything, you know? Like when I find out when I find out that people don't like me, I turn into like, you know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, I love everybody, but I when I find out when I find out you don't like me, I'm like, ooh. So you're saying like is that you mean like in the comments? Any anywhere. Like comments are tough to read. Sometimes. I, I I enjoy them because it's just like mostly positive. Like shit talking is an art, bro. It's a it's a sport in and of itself. And I feel like I'm good at it. So like when I see comments, I just like, I'm never gonna say nothing to this person, but let me go see what they life like. And then I just <laughs> I get on their page and I'll be like, oh yeah, bro, I murder you off of this. Oh yeah. Oh bro, why did you post that, dog? I would like, oh no, this is no contest. And then I get off the page right. and then I just like the comment and just go on about. But it's just in my mind, I'll oh, be that's like funny. if I wanted to make this a thing, ooh boy. Yeah. You know? A lot of places we could go. Oh yeah. Well, it's interesting, right? Because like you're um we, you and I, are both uniquely exposed yeah. because we've said how we really feel and we've done it in a way that's like um, public. Yeah. And um, of course, it would be impossible for everyone to agree with it. Yeah. And um, it's sort of like having a debate, but with there's no other team there. Right. That's publicly expressing their opinion. It's just sort of some anonymous situation where you're like yeah i mean this is probably uncomfortable yeah. for a lot of people because maybe they don't feel that way yeah you're like a thought leader though you know what i mean like so like to be a leader of thought you got to just be vulnerable in those types of ways which is like i'm cool with it because it's like for me it's just the process of like being educated to if you smarter than me step up and tell me what's real yeah, That's yeah am i wrong about that yeah, yeah. like if i and if i'm wrong tell me i like I think it was like a Jeff Bezos quote said like intelligence is like strong opinions on weak foundations or something like that. Interesting. But it's just like, yo, I'll be having strong ass opinions, but it's like, yo, if you tell me that it don't make sense, I will literally shoot it and we will build another one. Well, and what's so funny is like, I don't know. I feel like we probably had the same experience, which was like when you came out and said how you really feel. Yeah. Um, overwhelmingly positive support. People saying, thank you. Like yeah. I feel that same way. And I guess the question after that is like, um, 
yeah, so like, what do we do? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Do you ever hit that where you're like, I don't know what to do? Like, I mean, someone asked me the other day, they're like, so what do you want to see in golf? Mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I have no idea. I mean, I, I could name a lot of things, but I don't control any of those things. Yeah. I don't control anything, really. And I, I think that like the difference for me is I got like pretty clear like marching orders, like as far as like what I want from golf. And it's really just access and opportunity for yeah. people that just traditionally haven't had it. Um, and it's like a lot of organizations and it's a lot of programs, a lot of people that are doing a lot to create these opportunities. And all I'm trying to do is just refine it so it's a little bit more efficient. You know what I mean? And so like I feel like my ask is very clear. But uh, it's also like a lot of work. Like we was talking about when I first got here, like even just one step is like the hardest thing to make when we talking about like real progress towards things. Yeah, There's a lot of things optically you could do to like check the box and say you moving, the, you know what I mean? Moving yeah. things in the right direction, but like real steps, you know? So like, I just wanna, I want people to like, un- understand the opportunity that this game is and I want them to have access to get to it and I want them to have the resources to like take it wherever they want to go with it, you know? Yeah. So it's like, for me, that's that's really all it's about. So like when I go places, like I'm going here, this is just like for people that follow me, they gonna be like, oh shit, like I, I never would have known a spot existed like that with a vibe like that with people like that. And it's like, yeah, this is golf, dog. Like this is a part of the golf ecosystem, you know? They don't show you this. They don't tell you about the size of it, you know? It's quite a time to be doing this. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, it's almost like, um, it's, it's like, it's all happening in golf. Right. I mean, and, and it's funny for me because I think a lot of it, I attribute to like the ability to self author, like make content, post it. The world can all of a sudden see it, whether it's whatever it is, YouTube, Instagram, podcast. I mean, I don't know. When was the first podcast? To 10, 15, 20 years ago? Not that long ago. You know what I mean? It's not that. It's a time to like write your own story. Right. And it's interesting because it's, 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 when is it? 2004. Yeah. Damn. 18 years ago. First podcast. What was it called? Dead End Days, a serialized dark comedy about zombies. Damn. I mean, probably fire. <laughs> Do you think we could like acquire it? Like imagine if you're like, yeah, I made the first podcast ever. Right. But anyway, I just think about that ability to like self create and publish and stuff and like how that really has brought about uh, a, a relatively small but younger group of people that love golf, but that don't love a lot of the parts of golf. Right. And um, what a generationally like unique thing for us all to have. And I think as I'm sitting here now together, like with you and reflecting back on like what was happened for both of us, I think about like, it'd be cool if like um, there was like a, a group effort. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like if there was like, you know, cause, cause well, what you're talking about is that there's like kind of this mainstream thing we're not really about yeah there's this other thing well what if what if everybody got together and made that like unified right because for me you know you talk about like access that's important right that's really important the random golf club mission is a little bit more centered around making golf look and feel different to people that would never even pick up the club right and that's kind of what the clubhouse is about here it's like okay cool like 
I never, I'm, I'm just here to hang and like, oh wow, it's about golf. So like, I guess I'll hit a club. I don't know. Like, cause there, cause I don't know, like, it sounds like you and I had a bit of a different, like first experience with golf, but I has, I, I resisted. Like I didn't want to try it. And then finally I gave in, fell in love, changed my life. But I don't know when you, when you made that video to sort of help your friends get into the game, what happened next? Just, I mean, the. Like people saw that that was like a viable way to reach a demographic that was kind of not being spoken to in the game. And then it's like the partnership opportunities came, you know, and it was, I, you know, as a dude that's like, that strives to work with brands, like just from a service provider perspective, like I understood. Like producer, like just making content. Yeah, yeah, just making content. Like, yeah, I just, you know, I, I just wanted to do that. But I understood what they saw. I just didn't think that they would see it in me. All right. Inside Tracker. Very excited to tell you about the progress of my own Inside Tracker experience. My DNA is in the lab is what I'm told. So I'm going to expect some results soon. And I have to say, first off, you know we're going on a journey. I told you last week. Inside Tracker and you and me were going on a journey, okay? So my DNA is gone on the journey already. And I got to tell you, very easy to give them my DNA. Didn't know how easy it was, in fact. Easier than a COVID test. All I had to do was basically spit in a bottle. Um, no, I swabbed something around. It was ve- it was actually very, it was kind of amazing how, how like detailed they were. Um, so I can offer you right now, 20% off, everything inside the entire inside tracker store if you go to inside tracker.com slash eal show but you might want to know what inside tracker is so i'm going to tell you what it is created by leading scientists in aging genetics and biometrics inside tracker analyzes your blood dna and fitness tracking data i'm sorry i meant to say data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not Really cool project. I'm excited to learn more about it. My DNA in the lab. Get yours in the lab too. Go to insidetracker.com slash EAL show. And let's do this together. Kind of, but not in the same jar. You know what I'm saying? All right, folks. Simply safe. You may remember a few ad reads ago. We talked about a man named Josh. And Josh was sort of this like love story of uh, being a, a testimonial here where, you know, so simply safe makes. Um, you know, uh, home alarms, smoke detectors, you know, all comprehensive home security systems. And Josh is a big fan of not only home security, but also pizza rolls. And you remember Josh sort of was, was cooking the pizza rolls and his house caught on fire. <laughs> and then, but Simply Safe saved his life and his house, but not the pizza rolls. Well, uh, I, I got a chance to catch up with Josh and. Here's the interesting thing is Josh is on like a bit of a, a bit of a role here. So he is having this kind of he what he described as a moment of like just pure luck kind of uh, he called it like living in the source. I don't know if you've ever heard that, but like ever since this event happened where his life was spared and, and in exchange for the pizza rolls, if you will, thanks to Simply Safe, he has just been sort of he describes it as like a new set of wings. And I just really wanted to bring that to your attention before I tell you about um, what an incredible 24-7 professional monitoring system that you can have for just under a dollar a day at simplysafe.com slash E-A-L show. That's, S-A, that's S-I-M-P-L-I-S-A-F-E dot com 
slash EAL show, you can get 20% off with indoor security cameras. And maybe, just like Josh, you can get a new lease on life knowing that your life may last a little bit longer because of Simply Safe. I don't even know if I can legally say that. But ultimately, simplysafe.com slash EAL show. Claim a free indoor security camera plus save 20% on your Simply Safe security system and get your first month free with the interactive monitoring service. So you didn't want to be on camera. I had no idea. Nah, bro. You know we have that in common too. I didn't want to be on camera. Yeah. I think that's actually maybe why, because I was noticing in the comments a lot of people were drawing parallels between us. Yeah. Did you notice that? I did. I did see quite a few. And I thought about that, and I was like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know what it's like to be them." Yeah. Right, because I know you and I make content, and I was thinking maybe that is it. Is that you and I were both like, "No, man, I'm like, I'm down to make the content. Yeah. I don't. It's not about me." Yeah. But here it is. Yeah. I just like. And that's why all of this stuff that I'm doing now, it's like, yeah, I'm going to enjoy it for the time being. But, like, my ideal life, like, it's not, it's not necessary for me to, like, live my best life. So, right. yeah, so it's, I'm not pressed for a lot of it. It's a step. Mm-hmm. It's, not the, it's not the end of the stairs. Yeah. So, so who was the first brand to come in and be like, Roger, let's do this? Uh, Scratch and Adidas, actually. Okay. Yeah, scratch. Oh, and that was the driving range sessions. Yeah, driving I remember range that. diaries. Yeah, yeah. Sam's a great guy. Yeah, Sam Owen, Rayburn. That's Ryan. my boy. Yeah, he's good. Hello, Roger. <laughs> Roger, dude, you should. Uh, you know what we should do? I think. Uh, what time is it? Is it one thirty? Twelve thirty. Yeah. You know what we should do? You should hang back, and um, this will be funny, dude. Watch this. I actually have a call with them. You got a call with them? In a half hour. You do? I have a call with them in a half hour. Let's uh I'll just have you join yeah. from my computer and be like, Eric couldn't make it. Hey Roger. <laughs> it's Sam. Um, you know what you should say is you should be like, um, Eric's not gonna host Adventures in Golf season seven. Yes. He said he asked me to do it. Yes. <laughs> I respectfully accept it. Be, be careful about that. I mean, you know, the bit will carry on and then next thing you know, you're in like Peru. You'll be exactly. in you'll be in uh, uh Afghanistan. We wanted to go there. Tough. Um, tough, tough, tough course. <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> fuck it. Um, you know, so like, what was that like? Did you have to like get, cause you seem very natural in front of the camera. Like it doesn't seem, no, I would never be like, I would, I never would have thought that you weren't just naturally going to be a host, that you weren't going to bring people into your world and tell them your story and be authentic with them. I never would have guessed. No, it's just, it's just not, I think it's like a Chicago thing, man. Like we don't look for that. Like nobody really trying to celebrate themselves or like, that's why Kanye is just so rare to me. Right. Like his whole energy is like. He's a little intense. Yeah, he, he wanted it all documented. He wanted to be, you know what I mean? Like out here in front of everything and everybody to know who he was. Chicago people to me, especially on the West Side where I'm from, we like very low key people. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm gonna stay out the way. I know what he do and he do. They know what I do, but we just going to keep everything moving. Just, you know, let's not make too much noise. I think that it's kind of like, uh, you know, you ask for problems in Chicago when you try to, you know, just put yourself too out there. You know what I mean? And, and like a lot of that still, like my humility is like a, uh, you know, I, I just be unpacking this stuff. But like my humility is like coping with fear Yeah. of like, how leaving yourself too exposed leaves you way too vulnerable. And like that, you know, 
the consequences for that could be crazy. You know what I mean? Even to this day, you know what I mean? So yeah. like, I don't care like how good I was doing in life. Like what I what I documented about it, like and what the reality was would never really line up. So like, but but back to like the whole camera thing, like I just don't, I don't need people like knowing what I have going on or had going on. And I guess the advent of social media kind of changed that for a lot of people, but. But you kind of do. Yeah. Because the more people that are listening. Yeah. Now I understand. The more like now, it, now you it's are. different. Right now I'm attaching like dollars to that type of, yeah. those types of things. But even so, it's still like, like I just, it's just certain things that I'm just probably not going to talk about or like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, for like, for my safety's sake or like my perception of safety. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, I definitely like look at Instagram now and I'm just like, okay, it's a job. Yeah. It's not like that for me though right now. I can tell. I can tell yeah. that it's not. And I just like, when it start feeling like that, then I like, oh yeah, you're doing something wrong, dog. Like tell them you're not doing that. Yeah. You know, tell them you don't want to do it like that or, yeah. you know, or like just say no to the project. Like I just think that it's, it's like certain stuff that you know as soon as you hear it, if it's a good idea. And if it's something that resonates with you. Yeah. And there's no dollar amount that for me that could make bad ideas sound good. So we had talked a while ago. At least ago. not a dollar amount that I've encountered yet. Yeah, there may so, be a dollar yeah. amount. DM, please, DM him. If you, do have, if you do have excess amounts of dollars, please shoot your <laughs> shot. <laughs> we talked a little while about you hosting a podcast. Yeah. I'll be kicking it around, dog. How you host a podcast when you live in a plane, though? Just bring the mics with you. The plane cast. The yeah, plane cast. I mean, the plane. I want would this be hard. shit though, dog. I want like, I move, want a vibe. Move to Austin. But you, but you understand what I'm saying, though, right? Like, I want a vibe. I want a like, a thing. Sit down. I want. Yeah. I want drinks. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't get you a drink. We should get. We should get drinks. Water coming right up. You we don't know Roger, a lot of drinks. Roger was looking for drinks. Rogers. Uh, I mean, I want to talk to you about that, dude. I think. I mean. You're good at this. Yeah, you know, we we cut and Roger was like, you're good at hosting the podcast. And I'm like, incorrect. You're great at being a guest, which makes my job a lot easier. Just I mean, let the compliments correct. fly. Letting them fly here. I'm going to pull up some questions here. I feel like there were some good questions on. Look at on these IG. mics. Look at this. The nice mics. Look at this setup in here. Y'all That's can't see all that I can see. You, you need to get a producer. It'll be on Roger. video. That's what you need. Uh, you to do. Yeah. I'm the, cheap. You know, you can poach me right now. I never do that, Eric. Um, <laughs> I missed it. I'm reading. I'm reading. Didn't even acknowledge it. Uh, never know. mind. Never mind. I would do it. <laughs> I'm gone. You, you may have to do it. <laughs> Force the exit coming. Going back to what you were saying earlier, like about your specific mission, Jake Lind uh, wants to ask, have you noticed an increase in youth golf interest in the black communities of Chicago lately? Uh, it's just, it's going to be... You know, obviously golf is a very seasonal sport up there. So like this upcoming summer is going to be like the true test. And so I got like my partners and uh, things that people that I'm working with, uh, you know, the sports shit, my dad, uh, his program, working with the first tee, uh, talking to some cool dudes, you know, working with youth on course, obviously. Uh right. Five Iron, every like Nike, Callaway, everybody is like invested in helping with increasing the awareness and retention as it pertains to youth golf in the inner cities. And so like now that I have like a full summer and all of this support, it's like, all right, let's see what we could do with it. You know what I mean? So this is why I'm very excited about, you know, 
this upcoming summer just to see it. But I, I did. I, I went and spent some time with Cameron Champ and his dad, uh, Jeff Champ, out at the Mac Champ Invitational. Uh, they they got all of the top uh, minority golfers from like around the world to come and play at this event down in Houston, mm -hmm. and it was like crazy. I'm like, yo, if I saw kids like this playing golf when I was their age, I would have been running behind these dudes. But I just, I guess in Chicago, I just, right. I wouldn't have had the exposure to them that I needed to really like gravitate to it in that way. But I, I do think that the the game, like all of the foundational elements are in a very good space for us to do great things with growing the game in those areas. And so now it's just about like put up and shut up time for me to like, be a part of facilitating that change and that growth. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear about that camera champ thing. I would love to do that. Yo, I would love to see it that. Was, these kids were disgusting. I would love to film it. I'm sure. Some kids are, it's like, especially when you're a kid, you got so much more flexibility. Yeah. Just athletes. Um, uh, a A lot, of, a lot of silly questions. Where's your blue check mark? That's a good question. What the fuck is it, bro? I like I don't know what I need to do to be worthy of Instagram's approval, but I don't know, dog. Do you, um, you, I think if you send, you gotta send them like an article. Yeah, there's articles I need, about Roger. I need, yeah. So if anybody out there want to write an article on the boy, uh, that would please, help. You know, I was in Golf Digest. I was in. Dream Golf, I, the band in Dunes and Dream Golf, they wrote an article. I mean, that was like so touching. Yeah. Those guys uh, are real sweet. They are dope. And yeah, I just think that, you know, I I don't know who, I, I don't know if Jesus needs to write an article on me or something. But yeah, so Jesus, if you're listening and you would write an article and send it to Instagram for me, I would I would really appreciate that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just, and it's like the blue check thing is like, uh, I was just talking to my boy Kelly about it, but it's it's one of those things that like I I don't feel like it's that big a deal, and I know a lot of people probably share that sentiment, and so a part of me kind of enjoy not having it because it's like yeah, yo, I'm just like in the trenches with everybody else on Instagram, Instagram That's looking a, at the, yeah, like the other side of the fence, like all them blue check dudes over there. I'm like the leader of the unchecked. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I get to run my whole little, my own little subculture out here, dog. You know, like this, this is like, so I, I lean into my shortcomings. Yeah. So you know what I mean? They, that's how you get strengths. Yeah, that's how you, that's that's how you find your strengths, dog. Challenge introduces you to your strength. Uh-huh. Um, someone asked, one of our ambassadors, like RGC ambassador from Vegas, asked kind of a similar question to what you were talking about with the video that you made that kind of changed a lot for you. Um, like, how would you, like without being able to make a video, right? Like how do you, how would you get someone to come out to golf or to come out to a meetup? What do you, it's like, I'm sure you've addressed that many to times. To get them to come out there? Yeah. That's, and that's like the hard thing, right? But it's hard. really about like, what other spaces are you, uh, you know, encountering people that you think would be viable candidates for, you know, what golf has to offer. Yeah. And you being a good enough example of, or framing it up in a way that makes sense where where they would want to come out and enjoy it, you know. So I think that the the burden is on the people that love the game to grow the game, and you have to like figure out how you need to position yourself and position the game so that you can attract outside interest. Because everybody is spending their time the best way they think they can, right? Right? Like everybody's spending their twenty four hours 
and however way they think is best. And there's more companies and more things that are fighting for everybody's time, eyeballs, energy. So like if you want if you want golf to be factored in to that, you know, that 24 hours for this random person, uh, you you really have to do the work of framing it up for them, yeah. you know? And that is just like how you present yourself, how you explain the sport, how approachable you make it seem. Uh, when you do get them to commit to a first time event, really thinking about their experience, like what is it gonna be like for them? Don't just get out there and try to flex like, oh yeah, I'm better at you or something. Like don't bring the ego into it. Like really be thoughtful about how you like curating these experiences so that people can have like very positive takeaways and feel like they understand the game. Yeah. I've seen people like bring new people to golf just so they could flex. Yeah, that's weird. It is weird, weirdest shit ever. Oh, you'll never be able to hit the ball. Watch this. Yeah, like, what the kinda, fuck? That's kind of tough. It's a tough look. Yeah. It's like I bring people to golf. I don't even hit the ball. I just be like, yo, like just get here to figure help, it out, yeah. dog. It's kind of like, I think what I'm hearing a lot of you talk about it is like, you're going to want to attract people to the game. Oh, yeah. You don't want to like try and promote it. It's it more like, grow by your, like the cool. game not going to grow by itself. Dog. Yeah. Like, and it's, we, we got that benefit with COVID. Like it was yeah. like a circumstantial benefit, but it's like now the, the work is on all of us as the community to like, yo, how do we maintain this? The brands are trying to do their part. Like it's about the golfers. Yeah. Saying like, yo, I want like what do you want golf to look like? And everybody gotta put that that burden on their shoulders to like go out and create that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yo, it's, and it's it's down to like the the simplest thing that we have complaints about. Like, I hate playing six hour rounds. Like, what culture do you want to implement to people that you bring into the game that kills the six hour round? How you wanna attack that? Yeah. Well, and like be intentional about that, but I understand not everybody is like that high level of a thinker or a doer. Yeah. But I do think that being very intentional about how you frame in the game, if you love it so much, and how you're curating these experiences for people when you when you finally do get them to like say that they'll come experience golf, like being very intentional about those things will will make the biggest impact. Like when I bring a kid from the west side of Chicago to come play golf, it's like y'all have to be I have to be thoughtful down to like what I wear. Yeah. Interesting. Like to what I wear. That's why I like this like my Nike partnership, like when I went with Adidas and they were good to me. My boy Brandon Carr was good, baby. Thank you for everything. Uh but but when I went to Nike, I'm like, yo, this is gonna help me get so many more kids into this game for Chicago. Interesting. Bro, I pull up with some golf J's on. I don't even need them on my feet, bro. I could just have them like, I'd be pulling them out the car, showing them to them like, yo, those Jordan Spikes? Like, yeah, yeah. They make those for golf? Yeah, bro, like for real. Pull them up on the website. Right, how would they even know? Oh, so so Jordan like in this. Like, yeah, bro, like Nike in here, like for real. Like, you know, they really, and so then you take them down to five iron and it's like, okay, like I got some food for you, got some drinks. You gotta what, be what thoughtful. Is on, what is on Jordan's radar? Like, what does he want to do? I have no idea. I haven't met Jordan before. I feel like you got to meet him. Yeah, hopefully, man. That would be like, golf is just checking all of these life boxes for me, bro. And this is like, I have, I'm just like, you know, they say at a certain point, you got to drive the vision and then get to a point where it just drive you. Yeah. Like, I'm literally just hanging on to the back of whatever is happening right now and just being dragged through life you know, for the foreseeable future. So if there's any way that, that our paths cross, like, that's going to be epic. 
and I'm definitely going to hit somebody. Jordan, if you ever come across this clip, I will definitely be hitting up some of my rich homies, and they will be backing me, and I will be gambling for a lot of money with you, dog. <laughs> like, don't even worry about it. We going we gonna to make it worth everybody time if that day ever comes. What, you know? Do you think you, you think you can take him? What? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm just like next question. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. No, I mean, I know he's he like a he. No, nah, he a fierce competitor though. So like, I I already know that. Yeah, like he he definitely seems very intentional about how he likes to slaughter people, and uh, and I I don't think that I'm uh, you know I don't think that I'm immune to getting that work from from the hands of the great. I think you get in your head. Yeah, I think he probably figured it out. But that's why I just I'm very intentional as well. And right. I'm gonna make like the only thing that he got on me is just like is like the pocketbook, dog. So like once you once you like equalize that, it's like, all right. Now we just we playing for pennies at this point. What does it really matter? What are is are you equally matched? What's your handicap? What's I don't subscribe to the index system. Oh, I love it. I'm going to everybody out there that's listening that may feel some type of way about that. I'm going to get an official index this year. I haven't played like I should have one, but I always thought that the index was a little invasive, dog. I ain't gonna lie. It's like the real world equivalent of like somebody saying, how much money do you have in your bank account? Right, right. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, you just need, like you keeping tabs on everything I do, bro. What are you, the IRS? <laughs> like, what do you need to know all of this stuff about me for, you know? And so I think that that's probably my Chicago ways. Yeah. And, you know, we just try to stay low key. I mean, on some level, like, because, you know, in tennis, you get, like, a number. Like, it's, like, three, four, five, six, I think. Mm -hmm. Four and a half, three and a half. I don't know. It's even less than that. But it's kind of, like, a little bit easier to not feel, to not take it personally when you're, like, I'm a 23. Yeah. And everyone knows that 23 is not nearly as good as two. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't actually keep a handicap. I've just been saying for years that I'm a six or a seven, depending on the yeah. day. Yeah. I say anything from scratch to three. Yeah. I mean that's good. You're yeah. good then. So I feel like a three. You're a, good. A three could put up an eighty. Yeah. So like I'm protected there if I if I have a hard round, but a three could also get hot and shoot par. How many times you broken par? I mean, yeah, I broke par a lot. Yeah. Yeah. How many hole in ones? One. Brentwood Country Club. In in L.A. Yep. That place is pretty. It is. What hole? Was that the back? Like 14 or something? It was Yeah, the part three was downhill overlooking. No, it was like 16. Yeah, it's the one that's really downhill. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. 16. That's a nice hole. That's a, yeah. that's not the shortest hole. I was like, it was a pitch and wedge from the tees we played it from. Okay. Dropped six feet behind, just did a slow chip. It looked intentional. That's what I liked about it. Like, that all them hole in one stories where it's like people skanked it in the hole. I mean, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> I basically shanked Bro, Like it. I hit the actual shot shape that I was envisioning. The the hitting behind the pin, rolling back in, like, you know what I mean? Whatever. Yeah. But it looked like very Augusta-ish. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, like, yeah. Only one though. I mean, better than most. Better than most. <laughs> better than most. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What, um, so you just got back from Augusta. What's like, what did you, I mean, what was the takeaway thought when you left? What, what, was there a thought? Augusta is probably one of the very few things that God would look down at, uh, like the existence of human and be like, huh, they figured something out. Really? Like, that's the way I walked away feeling. 
like that's like the closest thing the closest thing I've seen in from a golf perspective the closest thing uh humans have done that have like emulate emulated the work of God you know what I mean cuz it's just like the level of detail uh the thoughtfulness of like the service how they like stage everything like even like the fan experience cuz I like I went on several different days with several different people like I I got to my boy Kelly uh, he had us like with different members, and so I was like hearing all of these things and seeing all of these different things, like Augusta from way different vantage points. Mm. And so I was just like, man, like from a straight spectator, I'm like, wow, like the course looks way better in person than it did on TV. Like, yeah. and there was just no way that they could get this across. Like I was talking to one, of, like the one of the members that handle social. He was like, yeah, we try, like we try very hard, like we're not trying to keep this a secret. But it's like, I, I just, we can't get it across to you, like how crazy this property is. And so like the course is absolutely phenomenal. The undulations, the subtleties of everything, how original everything looks. Like, mm. it's just like, it looks like the most original dope thing that like, you know what I mean? Isn't it funny how- It's transcended time. Oh yeah, totally. It like transcended time. And so that's just as a, that's just as a spectator. Yeah. But then you think about it as like, you know, when you remember like separate entrances, like all of these different like amenities all over the property that the the normal person can't even see. You wouldn't they, even know that all of this not stuff. Even visible. Bro, like Augusta has like tunnels and shit. Tunnels. For I'm sure. like, yo, what is this? What yeah. is this like what is this, a city? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like Augusta National Country uh golf club is a city. I mean, it's worth more than a lot of cities in the world, I'm sure. It's crazy. And just the thought process of like the most high profile people in the world come together to this small town in the, in Georgia and they have built this golf experience that is like unparalleled and they every year put their heads together and figure out how they could keep making it better. Yeah. It's, know, it's funny too how different it is from what you saw on TV. I mean, it's the same. It's like a celebrity sighting almost. Like you're like, oh, you like look like what I thought, but also just a little bit different. Like, yeah. you know. But it's like when the the celebrity is like prettier. Like I was gonna say that they yeah. look more made up. Like in the yeah, that's what was so trippy about it. Like you know, Instagram has set this precedent for meeting people and have them looking considerably less attractive than, yeah. than what they do online. And then that you get funny. to Augusta, and you're like, oh, like you way curvier than I thought. <laughs> You don't even need no Instagram filters for you. Ooh, right. it's crazy. Yeah, that's there's only a handful of those. There's only a handful of those. Um, any questions for me? I mean, I just no questions. Just like want to give you your flowers, dog. Like, you know, when I met you back in 2020, uh, you know, I knew who you were. I knew what you do, and you know, it was just. Like, I don't know how much you internalize what you've done, but you've really created a lane for people that love golf, but have skill sets that are in like the periphery of the space to like be cemented in the history of this game. Like, you know what I mean? You demonstrated that there's a like a, a, a appetite for that in so many ways. And so... I just, you know, I know everybody's telling you you changed their life, but like you really opened my eyes, bro, to like 
the things that are possible if you just love golf and you could like tell a, a halfway decent story. You know what I mean? I was like, man, I'm probably not gonna do it like quite to that level now, but I could like, I could do a little thing and kind of move some stuff here and there and figure out a way to get me a little slice of this golf pie. You know what I mean? So I just want to say, you know, like just being able to sit here with you on this like seemingly expensive couch and this, you know. It's actually very, very cheap, $100. I got it for free out of a friend's garage. There you go. That's tough. I wish I wouldn't have known that just from the things that have probably happened here. You know what I mean? But, uh, but no, nah, but, uh, but like, as I sit here in this space though, I'm just like very appreciative of, you know, not just the game and the way that it's, you know, opened up to me, but the way that you've opened up, you know, my, my eyes and just like my, my paradigm to what's possible through, through golf, you know? So you like a, you a pioneer of this shit, dog. You know that though. I don't know. I think I just got lucky. Yeah, 100%. That's that Chicago humble shit. You got a little Chicago on you too, then, huh? I mean, little New Jersey's face. not that different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think, like, I was thinking about the other day. Um, it's like, as long as you work hard yeah. and ask for help, crazy things could happen. Gotta work hard, though. Yeah. You need both. Because if you work hard and you don't ask for help, <laughs> no, yeah. you'll be like, you know, in some fucked up place. Yeah. Wondering how you got there. Right. And I think you have that. And I think that's like, I don't know. I mean, I hope I have that. You do. You do. I think that, uh, I I equate that shit to like seeing somebody push a car on the side of the road, like Mm -hmm. car stopped on the side of the road. If it's sitting there, nobody gets out to help push it. Yeah. But as soon as you get out of the car and then you start pushing it, then it's like way easier to ask for help, but you yeah. got to be doing the work first. Exactly, got to be doing the work, dude. I want to do some more stuff together. I want to do like an event. Let's get our calendar synchronized. Yeah, dude, use Google Calendar. I'm just gonna follow your calendar so I always know where you are. Yeah, I mean that's that's kind of like a it's like a safety liability. But. It'd be the new social media, you know, like just follow me on GCal. That's actually <laughs> an interesting app that, idea. That could be kind of chill. Like, where am I going to be? Sometimes, though, I be staggering, like, where I say I am versus where I am just to, like, anybody that wanted to rob me. I just want them to be, like, thrown <laughs> off a little bit. You're talking about ex-girlfriends? I mean, whoever. I'm not You're like, oh, them. yeah, I did come down to Atlanta. Sorry I didn't call. <laughs> <laughs> not get, I'm not getting in no trouble with you, dog. Man, <laughs> I tried. I'm going to get canceled. That's not, bro, you cannot. Bro, I will not. Do you worry about getting canceled? No. Nah. Not at all. That's but good. I also know things to stay away from to like prolong that. Sometimes I welcome the thought of like, <laughs> like if I got canceled, if I got canceled, You're not gonna get canceled, the rebuilding process would be so dope. Like I think that I would be able to like, it would have to be getting canceled for a very worthwhile reason for yeah. me to fall on that sword. It's not going to be something that happens on accident. If I get canceled, just be like, oh yeah, he he knew what he was doing. You wouldn't get canceled because your own... Your own community like knows who you are, yeah. And you're not the kind of guy. But people who's mess just up though. Reveal that you're not going to change anything. People right? slip up. Sure, I mean assholes do. Yeah, I don't know. We could we could make a video where you try to get canceled. Yeah. That might be a little too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not that hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just I think that like just dragging myself through that that process might be a bit more uh, costly than you know the juice might not be worth the squeeze on that yeah. one, dog. Yeah, man. Well, thanks for joining, dude. This is no. a nice casual conversation. Yeah, this was dope. We got to play golf though. Yeah. Uh, I know you don't have time today. 
Um, we'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Who would win? Next question. <laughs> and skip the next question as well. Next question after that. <laughs> next question after that. Three questions later. <laughs> <laughs>